looks like lackluster. There you go. All right, much better take. You can't, you can't trust on no Mountain Dew for that. Weak. Especially live wire. Coca-Cola gang for life. Welcome back to another episode of Cold Brew and Hip Hop. We're gonna keep this one a little bit shorter. The main topic for today is the Wu-Tang Three Chambers Tour featuring Jizza, Raekwon, and Ghostface Killa, also son of Old Dirty Bastard, Weather Park. Uh, we were able to experience this VIP in Rochester, New York, and we're here today to talk about how that went. Yeah, man, that was so freaking dope. It's your boy Kazi uh, back for what is it, episode 11? Yeah, yeah, episode 11. That's what's up. Um, this might be our last time recording before you go out of the country. Oh, yeah, or at least like official episode recording. Who knows? But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah man. So Jacob hit me up over the summer while I was away at camp, and you sent me like this, like the poster for the Three Chambers tour. And it's basically celebrating the 25-year anniversary of the Jizz's album, Liquid Sword, um, Raekwon's album, uh, Only Built for Cuban Links, and then um, Ghostface. Ghostface, Iron Man. And uh, so they've been on tour for like probably like a couple months now. Yeah. I think they started like late September, early October, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. And um, so like... It's really dope that we were able to like get the VIP meet and greet tickets to meet Ghostface after the show. Um, it was hype. We were first people in line. Like I remember, I sent you the poster, mm-hmm. having not read the poster. Yeah. And I didn't even look that they were coming. I just figured, I figured we would go wherever. Yeah. I thought if they were going to Boston or yeah. they were going to Brooklyn, yeah. we were gonna be there either way. And then he's like, talking about, oh, they're coming to Rochester. I was like. They are? <laughs> yeah, right. And I was the one that sent it to you, but yeah. at the and end like, of the day, I was shocked. And, like, usually Rochester isn't on, like, big names, right? Big names will hit up Buffalo, and then they'll hit up Syracuse, maybe, or Albany, and then they go to New York City. So a lot of times it would be, like, New York City, and then Albany, and then, or not, uh, New York City, and then Buffalo. And yeah. then they hit, like, Toronto, maybe, yeah. and then they go to, like, fucking Chicago or some other shit. We got lucky because, you know, we are strategically located and we're not like a small town or anything like that, but we are like right on I-90 between all the other metro cities in New York. Yeah. So like people were there from Buffalo. People were absolutely there from Albany. I saw online and like, like yeah. I mean, like Kazi said, like people, uh, and pretty much I doubt that many people came up from NYC because they I'm sure did like multiple shows in NYC. But yeah. um, they hit New York after us. And then I think they did Boston and then they went to Pittsburgh or Philly. I think they went to Philly. Yeah. So they, they were in New Orleans a few yeah, weeks yeah, back yeah, and all yeah. that. But we were lucky that they actually came to Rochester and it was like super cool uh, because like as Kazi said, we were first in line and we held that shit down and there was even a part where like, I I mean, I'm from around here and I felt like we were about to get bullied out of our first place in line and I, yeah, I, yeah. I got the really good sense that we were about, we were about to get into like a awkward moment. Yeah. And I really wasn't trying to scrap and everything. Yeah. So dude was like, "Where's the line for VIP?" And we're like, "You looking at it, dog? This line for everybody." I love that when that that police officer came up and he oh, was shit. talking to the security guard. He's all like, "What shows tonight?" And the guy's like, "Wu Tang." He's like, "Wu Tang? Aren't those guys like 95?" Yeah, he's like, "Ain't they 90 years old?" And Kazi's like, "Kazi's like, 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 well, you guys just turned 51." 
He's like, he's like, so they're not that old, dude. And he's like, okay, okay. And I was like, you know, Rolling Stones still, still toured. And he's like, all right, fair point, fair point. The, the cop like, gave zero fucks. He's like, yeah, all right, yeah. well, I'll be over here at this like Waffle House or whatever the fuck it yeah. was. Like, not we don't even have Waffle House here. But I forget what he even said. He's like, I'll be over here like watching My Little Pony or something. <laughs> it was something ridiculous like that. Like, what? What are you talking about? Is that like code for something? Like, uh, yeah, man, it was dope. Like, it was cold too, man. Like, so uh, shout out to my boy Tony. Uh, he his birthday was on Thursday, the 18th of November. And this was like our birthday gift to him, taking him to this concert. He loves the woo, and um, he ain't seen no Ghostface, right? Like he's, this was his first time seeing Ghost and Raekwon, I think. I think, yeah. or maybe he haven't, he hasn't seen the Jizza yet, something like that. I remember he told me like who he's seen. So um, I put the picture ooh, in the nice. background. Nice, nice, maybe nice. I just choose a colored one. You can do that. Yeah, that's new. What up, Instagram line? That's what's good. So, uh, yeah, we're first in line. Uh, so as we kind of talked about on the, uh, the last podcast, kind of talking about how I, like, fuck my back up. <laughs> so, like, you know, my legs is numb and stuff like that. So, like, I'm standing there with, like, my broke-ass hiking pole and shit like that. And, like, just on my feet for far too long. My heels were hurting. We had to walk up them steps. The Matri Armory is not ADA compliant, but I think they get around that because like, I think there is like a way for like wheel- wheelchair folk to get in on like the ground level and there's like a lift or something like that. Oh, but like- Pain in the dick. It's a pain in the dick and like- The fact that you chose not to bring, like you, I mean, you're not like stuck in a wheelchair all day long. Yeah. Like some people are unfortunately, but you, probably would have had an easier time if you bought a chair you know but like the fact that you had to choose not to because it was first of all it's like a hip-hop hip-hop show and there's like a stigma but then also like how do you navigate around vip crowds of people are you even gonna be able to see the stage yeah you don't know that ahead of time and then what if you feel okay and you want to dance and like you don't want to like be lugging that shit standing next to it like dragging it dude so like when when ray and ghost did daytona 500 I was like, I turned to you and I grabbed your shoulder and I just started shaking you. And I was like, I want to jump. I want to go crazy right now. Cause, oh, that shit gets me so pumped. And then they play fucking Black Jesus. I'm bouncing all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, like doors were at seven. I think we got in like shortly after seven. So we got there like mad early. We got there like 620 or 625 or something. But like, you know, it, it helped us get a good spot, like front, front and center. Right, right on the barricade. Mm. Nobody had better spots than us. Yeah, facts. Nobody. I mean, if if any of those dudes, you know, like you said earlier, if they like took their hat off and shook the sweat off their brow, that would have hit us. So like that was awesome. And like, you know, I think like COVID wise too, like we're like they put the barricades a little bit further from the crowd, not like allowing more than six feet, but like. So we get in there, we get our VIP wristbands, and we ask the people, we're like, hey, it's like the meet and greets after the show, right? And they're like, uh... Like, not even the dudes giving out the wristbands knew what was going on. It I, seemed like nobody knew. Like, yeah. the venue didn't know, the promoters, the yeah. Creative Nation. Sorry, Creative Nation, shout out to you not knowing the fuck. What the fuck? Like, we Yo, asked I, so many people. <laughs> I hit them up on Instagram when I saw that they were the, the, the concert promoter. And they read my message. I saw it was seen. And I was like, hey, y'all, like, I got VIP meet and greet. 
Is it before or after the show? Can you like, can you answer this for me? Or can you like point me in the right direction? They read that shit, didn't even fucking respond. And I think that's really unprofessional because it's like, y'all don't hesitate to take people's money, but then right. you want to act like low urgency when people have questions. Like, yeah. I mean, you're advertising meet and greet. And all we right. want to do is, all we want to do is know when so that we don't miss it. Right. So, By the way, like the meet and greet was like down a metallic steep set of stairs, yeah. like rusty, dank basement. And I was like, but my boy has like a cane yeah, shit. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. what the fuck but like so yeah so it was after the show it was after midnight and like there was mad people had VIP me greet too and it was it was $115 for those tickets mm-hmm. a piece and you know it was all like you get to like hang out with ghosts and you get a picture with them and you get like VIP guaranteed front row and then you also get like a side can of hard cream which come to find out is actually um a, an energy drink that goes face for those who are watching on Instagram I'll hold up the poster for you. don't know if it's gonna be backwards or nothing but like yeah so we thought it was uh, an alcoholic hard cream because usually like Mike's Heart Lemonade or right, anything right, hard right. and it kind of like implies that it's alcoholic so it's a caffeinated and enhanced naturally flavored sparkling vanilla cream beverage no taurine but it's got like caffeine and B vitamins I don't know so, like, basically, we were supposed to get a signed can of this and then a four-pack to take home. And I don't know what happened, but for some reason, they're like, you scan this QR code on this poster, and then they'll mail it to us, which is fine. Like, maybe Ghost signed a whole bunch of shit, and it's back at a warehouse, and then they just, they're doing it this way, so they don't gotta lug, you know, pallets of shit on airplanes and tour buses and stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. That's fine. That makes sense. But I would have... Like you had said earlier, I think that like if they were up front and were like, it's just like a quick photo op with, with Ghostface. Yeah. You know? Still cool. Just yeah. say that though. Just yeah, say yeah. that. Don't, don't say it's going to be a meet and greet. Because basically they were like telling us, have your phones ready. Especially the guys, have your phones ready. Yeah, he's, that's a quote. They <laughs> yeah. really said that. <laughs> Which I get too. Man. Also, yeah, it's a Wu-Tang yeah. person. Yeah. We're not yeah. some rinky-dink person. Yeah. It's yeah. a real life legend. You so. know, so like... Get, get your phones ready so like we were ready and then they're like all right so you know stand next to Ghostface. they take a few pictures they give you your phone back um i slapped him up though i was all like hey ghost you know big ups to you slapped him up and he's like all right true and then i, I dipped out it's like you know you don't want to hold up the line and yeah all that. yeah yeah and i mean like i think you know i think there's gonna be other opportunities mm-hmm. i pray there's gonna be other opportunities so we can you know actually Maybe sit down with with some of the guys from the Wu Clan and, and 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 pick their brains a little bit. Do like a phone call, do a Zoom meeting or something like that. Because um, you know, I mean, th- those interviews are out here too. You know, yeah. Especially during COVID, those guys have been doing like lots of lots of Zoom meetings. You were showing me a Rizzo Zoom meeting the yeah, other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh that. Yeah. So I definitely like. I have a faith. You know, we got to keep on our grind mm-hmm. and show that we're not just trying to like be fans, super fans, and like stalk them and oh, can you. Can I, can I zoom with you? Nah, it's like, yeah. there's a reason. Right, right, right. Adding value to the hip-hop. Right, right, right. You know, and I think, too, there's lots of questions, too, because, like, you know, I, I definitely wanted to know, you know, like, given the opportunity to talk to Ghostface, uh, you know, it, like, one question that I would have asked him is, like, how did, when you found out, you know, the track listing, and you found out that Bring the Ruckus was going to be the first track, and you're the first verse, that potentially people are, like, let's just say 
someone's like, yo, have you heard of the Wu-Tang Clan? People are like, no, what you talking about? And then they give you a tape or they give you like a, a vinyl record or a CD, you know, back in like 94. What, what, you know, like what, what did that feel like knowing that like someone's gonna put a tape in a tape deck, hit play, and then they're gonna hear that Kung Fu intro and then you're the first verse that they hear. You're the first voice of the Wu-Tang Clan that someone might hear. Like Assuming they never heard no cream, no Method Man, and no Protect Your Neck. Like if they're gonna dip the toe in the Wu world, yeah. and this is back in the analog media days, yeah. you're not just skipping the track eight because you heard it was good. You're right. gonna play the first thing. Yeah. Goes with the first voice that you really hear outside of the Kung yeah. Fu sample. Yeah. And like that had to be maybe a little bit of a mind fuck. Or right. maybe, I don't know. Maybe he was like amped up about it. He was like, hell yeah, Rizzo put me first. You know? I'd be like, curious to know. Or maybe right. he was like against it and Rizzo was like, no, you're going first. Right. Or maybe he didn't even know. Yeah. You know? Like, <laughs> maybe he was... just found out after the tape was Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, the we get there, um, you know, doors were at 7, we fucked around for a little bit, got our spot up in the front, and then, like, 8 o'clock, came around, and there was, like, two uh, two DJs who were spinning. It was DJ, uh, DJ Backspin, DJ Grand Imperial, a.k.a. G.I. Yeah. So, DJ Backspin's a Rochester native, right? I think they both are. Oh, okay, cool, but, cool, cool. But, but Backspin was, like, the one that was actually out here, like, spitting and, yeah. like, on the stage rapping and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, they were playing like lots of old 90s uh, hip hop, which was dope. Um, probably about like half of the songs. They played some Jadakiss. Um, I know that they played some Mob Deep. They played some Nas, right? They definitely played, yeah, multiple Nas songs, I think. Yeah. Um, so I was fucking with that. Um, there were some, some other ones that like, I was just like not familiar with, and they were like, Nod your head if you, you know, put your hands up if you know who this is. And I'm like, I'm not gonna front. Right, right. I, I, like, I, I didn't, I thought I knew most 90s hip-hop and then they were throwing curveballs yeah that's their job though right they are djs and they didn't have a playlist or anything they were just kind of just picking it how they wanted to as like the vibe and the beat provided so like i thought that was kind of cool did you get the sense that they were on stage longer than they intended to be yeah 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 because well so one of the so uh uh, the dj who was going to be spinning for ghost and raekwon's set so the jizza opened up for the Three Chambers tour. And then the other DJ got there in the middle of his set and got all set up. And then they were like, all right, man, are you ready? And he's like, yeah. So like, I don't even know if maybe the Jizza did like an extra song or two or killed a little bit of time. So that guy could get there and do the shit for Ghost and Ray. Yeah, it was like, I'm not at all complaining, but it was like kind of like, it felt like unusually long. For the warm-up like usually yeah. hyping up the crowd warming you up and everything usually an hour and a half two hours he even said two hours he's like oh it'll only it's you're gonna be with us it's hardly gonna feel like two hours or whatever and then right. we looked at each other like two hours that seemed kind of right. long but okay and then it ended up being closer to three and a half yeah because uh, it was eight o'clock so they were he was already like spinning music but it was just like rick ross and like shit like that and then he, they came on like shortly after eight yeah and then they spun until like Nine. Well, shortly after nine, right? It took a little break. They went off stage, but still were playing songs, and then they came back at nine thirty. Came back, and then it was like ten fifteen, maybe. It was before ten thirty, but it was like ten fifteen to like ten twenty eight. Yeah, Somewhere in yeah, there, it was yeah. like finally they start hyping up, put your fists up, yeah, and all yeah, that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. And then Jizza comes out, and 
he's like super casual about it. Oh and yeah. Like I loved the fact that he was basically wearing like this. You can't really see it, but it's just like a plain ass sweater. Yeah. No mm. hood. No nothing. No, no hood, jewelry. No not hat. A, not a single piece of ice, and just like basic boots, uh, and like just regular pants. Nothing was. He wasn't flexing. He's he's a genius. And he's got one hand in one pocket. Yeah, he's just holding his microphone like a G that he is, and has his, his hand in his pocket, and he's just spitting. Sometimes he takes his hand out and just to like use his hand motion to articulate while 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 he's rapping. And uh, his his stature was something that I'm not gonna forget. You know, mm. he's a, 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 such a stoic stature, right? For sure. You know, like a lot of hip-hop artists, like Lil Wayne, for instance. Lil Wayne's all over the stage. He's running around. He gets down low. He's, like, crouching. He's jumping. He's doing all this crazy stuff. And, you know, the Jizza was just, like, he was walking. He was going to each side of the stage, as you do, you know, like, making sure that the crowd, each side of the stage can see you out there in the crowd and stuff and spitting. You know, he did a little bit of, uh, uh, uh. He did a little bit of clowning, you know, like the DJ was all like scratching the record a little. And then the jizzler was just like, wicka, wicka, wicka. What is that shit? Come on. What, what are you doing with that wicka, wicka, wicka stuff? You know? And then the security guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, security guard was like balding and he was like making fun of him. He's like, you, he, he, he was like, y'all know what a, a sunroof is? And he like pointed down and it's like. Uh, I think the security guard was like oblivious. Yeah, so he, didn't, he didn't know what was going on. And he's like pointing down. Dude's like immediately below. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it was funny um but like he uh at one point there was like some guy neck like behind us behind me and then there was a, a woman next to me and uh this guy was like maybe bumping into her or saying something or you know just being weird and she like flagged down one of the security guards she's like hey like this guy's doing something that i don't like maybe he's like grabbing her or he's saying something or just you know, spilling. He was overall obnoxious yeah, the whole show. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's doing been, this he's, weird hand shit like the yeah. entire fucking time, even when yeah. it wasn't like a cool song. Yeah, yeah. Like, he like spilled his drink on us, like me and, and the woman next to next to me, and she like offered me a napkin. I was like, nah, I'm just let it dry. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm at a show. You know, I'm in my thirties. I know what it'd be like. You know, I, I, <laughs> I, I know what it's like. So like, then we, but like she she like told him this right. And the security guard just walked away. I was like, that's weird. This like woman just was like, hey, there's like this potential issue that I'd like you to take care of <laughs> at this show. And the security guard just like dipped. And then she tried like getting the attention of the genius because he was right there front and center. And then he's rapping. And then he's like, his eyes are locked on our portion of the audience. Yeah. And he was like, I could tell that the wheels were spinning. He was trying to like, he couldn't hear what was happening in the crowd. He was assessing. He was just like soaking in all of what was happening. And then he kind of like made some hand gesture, like get out of here, dude. You know, like after he like, he realized what was probably happening. And I, I wasn't looking, I was just looking at the Jizza. Like, again, like I'm not trying to get like involved in other people's stuff. That one dude that like threw that bag of weed over us. So weird. Right? He, he was, it wasn't even for the woo. He was trying to like, throw some weed to uh DJ the, the dj yeah. yeah and i mean which is fine of course but like but it's like throwing like a, a le one loose leaf piece of paper the the package that he threw just kind of like flipped in the air and then landed never and made it to the stage never guys. made it close to the stage and i was like and he i was like what you doing man like he like bumped into me and i was like you know what i'm not gonna fuck with this 
Cause I don't know what's in that 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 like aluminum looking bag. <laughs> I don't want to try to be implicated with nobody. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking to myself like if someone starts wiling out, I'm just gonna like just gonna be like I'm standing perfectly still. I'm right. not getting involved. <laughs> but at the same time too, you know I've got a herniated disc and I'm like if some motherfucker bumps into me and I fall forward, I'm done. <laughs> I was like I I'm not gonna be able to stand. But yeah, like so the Jesus was oh he was on fire and he played like a lot of like a lot of the tracks from Liquid Swords and then uh he did uh Fourth Chamber. Yeah. And that brought out Ghostface and that was dope. Um Ghostface came out, he had like a a white hoodie, like chains, hat, like he looked like his normal self. Yeah. He was spitting, uh it was fire. He was and then like a little while after that, like Raekwon came out and then Jizza sort of like fade away. Yeah. But then he came back into the show. It wasn't like Jizza yeah. was the opening act, quote right. unquote. He just started off right. and then came back again. And like, I don't want to get ahead of the story or whatever, but like, you know, it was really great seeing them do like Cream and Triumph and all yeah, that. It yeah, was like, yeah. wow. I never thought I would I see I didn't think the they were going to do day. that. Dude, no, no, me either. Because you would think like, it's not a uh, 36 Chambers celebration right, tour. Right, right. You know? They they did Clan in the front, too. They did, yeah. They did Clan in the front. They did Cream, ODB's son, uh, uh, Weather Park. Shout out to Weather Park. He, so he, before the Jizza came out, too, Weather Park kind of warmed us up, warmed up the crowd with the DJ. The DJ just played a beat, and he, he freestyled for a little bit. And that was dope. That was, like, really cool. And I was like, he said something, and he was like, oh, I'm, you know, ODB's son. And I was like, that's not Young Dirty. You know, and I was like, but he looks like him. He really, he sounds like him. His, his like, like the bones, cheek, cheekbones. Yeah, yeah, he has yeah. That look. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was dope too. You know, I was like, this is this is cool. I was like, and I feel like a lot of people like kind of slept on that. And I was like, I like, I looked around and I was like, like Tony, Tony tapped me on the shoulder and he's like, is that Young Dirty? And I'm like, he did say he's ODB's son, and I didn't, I only know of Young Dirty, but like, fucking awesome. That we now know of Weather Park, cause I, you know, what we looked at on his Instagram, like he's got some, mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. got some dope pros, um, kind of like following in the footsteps of his father and also of like the other Woo members, right? Like they're they're lyrically sharp, and I think that's something too that we don't really see. I mean, so um, he's really humble, but he also like, you know, he comes up with his own shit too. Mm-hmm, he's not mm-hmm. just doing ODB stuff. He wants to do that. He's right. like, he honors dad and everything. But like he doesn't want to only do that, and mm-hmm. I think that's important. We don't want to clone. We like the fact that you're original. Yeah, yeah. And uh, well, I'll just say when he came out and did Shimmy Shimmy, uh, I yeah. didn't first. Of all, I didn't even expect that. Yeah, yeah. You would think, and he come out and he's like crouching and he's doing his arms like yeah, his dad, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like, oh my god! Like I was, I fucking yeah. lost. It might be my favorite part. I don't know. It's super like it's super close between that and like cream. Is like as my favorite part of the show where I just like when you're like unexpectedly shocked like a lightning bolt and yeah. it was like is this happening right now six feet from me I think I so that's up there so like I think definitely like hearing them do Triumph was dope dude and... by Triumph I was deaf like, yeah, I was just yeah, like, I knew yeah, the yeah. beat so I knew like what to rap but I was like beyond deaf by that point they so when when I when I heard the intro to to, uh, to to Guillotine Swords off of Raekwon's album, I know 
that that song, you know, it starts with Inspected Deck and then it goes Ghost Ray and then it ends with the Jizza. So I was like, all right, so this is how they're bringing Jizza back onto the stage. I was like, I could feel it, you know, and Raekwon killed it. Raekwon fucking killed Inspected Deck's verse. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's something that's awesome about those dudes too, is that when one guy is absent, but they need to have that full song, they'll rap it, you know, and they know it and they know those words, right? Did Raekwon also do meth? Or who did meth on the other song? Uh, I feel like it was Raekwon. I could be Yeah, yeah, on the Triumph verse. Cause that Correct. Triumph. Cause no, I think Ghost Ghost and Ray did I think that they did both. I believe it. Cause abomatomically, that began it and then No, the Jizza. Shit. I think the Jizza did Meth's part. The Jizza and Ghost did Meth's part, and then Ray did his, and then Ghost did his, and then they ended with the Jizza. And that's when, like, it was midnight at that point, too, and then literally the house lights came up. Which I thought was like, are they adding to the show by doing right, this? Right, right. didn't even register that the show was over. Yeah. And they didn't even, like, have an opportunity for Encore, which I yeah. think we would have tore the building down if we had that. If we could have Encored them, like, we would have for sure. And it was interesting, too, because, like, you know, they were, like, at one point, the Jizza was, like, I can't really hear the crowd. There's, like, an echo in here. And the, the armory is like that, right? It's, like, it's very, like, acoustically weird. Um, a very large ceiling. And uh, I just couldn't hear the rest of the crowd. But I was uh, in the front, so, like, maybe, like, all the sound just kind of, like, dissipated by the time. But, like, also, like... I wasn't about to be like turning around and like looking and seeing what people were doing behind me. I didn't want to do that. Yeah. I really didn't want to be like a goober yeah. about it. Um, do you remember like the part when he had everybody do like flashlights? Or, yeah, on our cell phones. Or, yeah. That was dope. And so at that point, I didn't want to, I also still didn't want to look behind me, but I did like selfie cam. Yeah, yeah. And I just kind of like pulled it behind and then I looked at the video later and it was like, so as we've said, like, so we were like front of the front, center of the center. And you, you know, when you're in VIP, like it's not, it's crowded, but it's not like, you know, not yeah. to butt. There was some breathing room. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have any idea how packed that place was until I saw that video later and all the lights. And I was like, I just was like, I felt so small. I thought like, yeah. it was like, it's, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's like an incredible amount of people in that little auditorium place. Right. And it was wild. And then when, when like the, the, when the lights did come back on and you look at the floor, it's all like cups yeah. and like empty bags of weed. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. And everybody was blazing in that place. Oh yeah. People were also smoking cigarettes too. And at that point, like what the fuck are you going to do? You know, like the, the guys on stage are rolling up blunts and smoking blunts. And what are you going to tell them? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, first of all, it's legal in New York State anyways. Right. But some venues don't want you smoking doors. Right. But what are you about to say to the Wu-Tang Clan? Yeah. You ain't saying shit. Yeah, dude. And, like, I just... <laughs> I was, I was, like, I was already thirsty as fuck. And I was, like, I'm not about to, like, hobble my, my you know, my broke ass over to the bar, leave the VIP, leave my spot up in the front for someone to take just to grab, like, an overpriced bottle of water, hobble my way back in. Also, I didn't have no cash, so I would have had to go to the ATM. But, like, so then on top of that, then it's, like, filled with, like, blunt smoke, which is such a heavy smoke. <laughs> it was worth it. You know, it's experience, man, but, like, my clothes, woo. I know when I got back, uh, 
I took off my hoodie. My hoodie still smells like that. Oh yeah. But then like my undershirt even and she everything, Vicky everything. was like, Wow. <laughs> smell like a hip hop concert. <laughs> yeah. Dead ass. It was it was such an awesome experience, man. Like so like I've you know, I've seen Lil Wayne at Darien Lake, but I wouldn't like chalk that up to nothing. Lil Wayne was a great show. I don't wanna have anyone think that like I'm 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 this and wheezy. He is an he he puts on an amazing concert. He brings like a full band. He's not rapping over the instrumentals. He's not rapping over his own verses or nothing. It's him. And they do like medleys too. But he brings like, there's a DJ and then there's like a bass player, guitar player, and a drummer. Straight up. Lil Wayne, I respect. He's actually yeah. like a really deep, like smart guy. Yeah, yeah. He's actually really smart. And he he's a great performer. He put on a baller show. Good. I saw the biggest titties I've ever seen in my life on the big screen behind him. <laughs> he was what? up front. It was, he was up front with, with Birdman and uh, um, a couple other like dudes from like Young Money. And this was back in like 2011. Okay. Yeah. At Darien Lake. And I just remember like we're at the, we're sitting on the lawn, we're watching, and then there's all the screens, you know, behind the stage. And then the camera can make all the screens be one giant screen, right? So that's what they did. And then there were these two chicks right up front when they were doing Bedrock. And uh, both girls pulled their shirts down and they were white chicks too. They, and I, the cameraman like looked right at him and like I saw Wheezy as he's rapping. He pointed at the chicks with their titties out and then he stopped rapping. Music kept going and he just like I heard the microphone hit the side of his leg. You know when <laughs> when, when Dave Chappelle tells a funny joke and it goes thump. That happened and then he just started clowning with the dudes like I can't believe we just saw some boobies right up front and it's just like it's like it's like that Post Malone meme. You know it's just oh, like. Yeah. Like the the chick that's mouth. Yeah, he's like, wow, look at that. I feel like no matter how rich and famous you get, you never get sick of boobs. I mean, I'm not rich nor famous, and I never get sick of boobs. That's just science. My poor wife. She gets up, she gets out of bed in the morning, she goes to the bathroom, and then like I'll like get in bed late, and I'm like, oh, she's not wearing a top? What's up? <laughs> She'd be trying to get ready for work, and I'm just like, hey, before you put your bra on, I'll bring the titties over here. She's like, babe, I gotta get going. I'm gonna be late. I'm like, no, bring them over real quick. I gotta grab them. And I'm just like, all right, these are great. <laughs> All right, you may carry on. Um, yeah, but so like, you know, Lil Wayne put on a great show and I just feel like the energy that these three dudes brought, I can't imagine what it'd be like to see a, an actual Wu show. The whole clan, like yeah. the, the remaining, not the remaining, the, the living members and then Capadonna yeah. making the full 10. Uh, I was- No, 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 so it was 10 when ODB was still alive. Right. So you're saying like, young dirty bastard? Wait a second. It was ten when ODB was alive, right? Right, and that's including With, Kevin. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. I thought he was like recently, like, mm -mm. you know, like the other day, they put him in or something. No, no, no. So Capadonna was on Iron Man. He's on. He's, he's on it at all. Like, it's fine. Right. I always thought. Yeah. I didn't even know he. So I'm confused actually, because all right. So, all due respect to Capadonna, and I'm sorry <laughs> if I'm like. I, I thought that he was in the woo, and then some conversation happened, or like me googling things, I got myself confused on Wiki or something. Yeah, Wikipedia says he's like the unofficial tenth member, which is fucking horseshit. It must be it, yeah. And so like I was sitting here thinking like, oh well, you know, Capadonna, you know, he, he tries, but he's not really the woo. And then come to find out he is really the woo, mm -hmm. and I just got my facts all wrong. So full respect to Capadonna, and yeah. you know, deepest apologies. But like to imagine, you know, seeing all them. All them boys like somewhere, you know, tear it up and like 
Barclays Center or something. Oh, yeah. Or like Rock the Bells or something like that, you know? I will. I would love to be like an outside show or whatever and just like lose my mind. Um, By the... So, what? We got in there at 7 and by the time Jizza came out, like, I was flamingoing my legs. Yeah. Because, and I'm not... I don't have a slip disc. I don't have a hockey injury. I don't yeah. have anything, you know. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm sitting there thinking. And I see Tony doing similar things too. And I'm, I'm like, oh my god, poor Kazi. <laughs> like, if I'm in fucking pain, yeah. my heels hurt. Yeah. I'm like alternating legs, and the main act hasn't even thought about coming out yet. And then, like, we even saw like online like Raekwon's tweeting from the green room, like laying yeah. down. I'm yeah, like, what yeah. are you doing? Come out! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but you know, uh, it was I forgot the pain. Like I know what it felt. I felt. I know what it felt like. Right. It's like it's when you're on your feet all day, and like instead of like your whole feet hurting because I still can't. I don't have feeling in my toes because of the the the, the disc is pushing on my spinal column and fucking up my nerve. Um, in, in both feet, uh, I put most of my weight sits on my heels. You know, and I was just I was just getting through it. It sucked. My feet hurt a lot. I think when uh, Ray and Ghost were doing uh, like some of their soul songs, kind of slower, slower stuff, that's when I was kind of like, okay, I'm kind of feeling the pain a little bit here, <laughs> and like it, 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 it kind of hurts. Um, but then once the energy came back up, it was kind of like you know the adrenaline takes over, and you're just yeah, exactly. Um, when Jizza came out, I forgot about my pain. For the previous like three and a half hours, yeah. I was standing on my feet, or maybe more because of the line out, yeah, outside yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of the line outside, remember when the security guard came up and he, he looks at me and he's like, what you know about the woo? I choked like a motherfucker. Yeah, I yeah, did not yeah, know what yeah, he was yeah. asking me. I'm like, what do you mean what I don't know about the woo? About the fucking woo show. What do you know about the woo? You just work here. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it was an old head too. It was an old, old, older guy. And he's like, he called all, me out. Yeah. And you were like, what? I mean, like 36 chambers. And he was just like, man, he pointed at me. He's like, what do you know about the Wu? And I was just like, and then you chimed in and you were like, this is the Wu-Tang aficionado. Like, yeah. he, he knows everything. And I was all like, I was about to be like, what? You mean uh, uh, Robert Fitzgerald Diggs, <laughs> a.k.a. Prince Rakim, a.k.a. Bobby Digital. Yeah. The RZA. Rule of zigzag. Yeah, like, come on. What you want to know? You want me to give their full legal, break it all down, <laughs> where they came from, who's from what, what borough, Who's, I, who's who's cousin? Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. Like, Come on, man. I should have just been like, I bomb atomically. Fuck yeah. you. And and he's and then we were like, what do you know about the Wu? He's like, man, I listened to the Wu when they first came out. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, I, and I asked the security guards too. There was a few guys there, and I was like, you know, you y'all dudes gonna be able to see the show? Like, yeah. Like, you know, like do you gotta like not watch the show? Do you gotta be like just on on security detail or something like that? And like. You know, I always, I always wonder too, because like the dudes who are like in front of the stage watching the crowd in case there's like crowd surfers or they got to break up a fight or this shit's going down, right? Like that's their job. They don't listen to the music. They pay attention to what's happening in front of them, and they're never supposed to turn around and then like look at the crowd or look, look at the look at the performers, right? And like sometimes I feel bad for them people, but then I'm like, do you guys fuck with this kind of music? Like the security supervisor was like dead in front he's in most of my pictures and yeah, videos yeah, like he's like yeah. dead center in front of the stage facing us and he was like a british like palace guard person yeah, yeah, like, yeah. he didn't flinch yeah nothing was phasing him you yeah. know and like most of these other dudes like i, I saw some peaks you know yeah, like yeah. trying to like, sneak a look yeah, at jizza yeah, yeah. but this you know this man didn't give a fuck he just was like there to do his yeah. job 
But uh, you know one thing that I thought that was just like slightly annoying? What? What? The videographers and the photographers for the tour. Oh, yeah. Get the fuck out of the way. They're like <laughs> right in front of us with their huge ass fucking rig of a camera. And they're like right in my field of view. So like instead of looking at Ray and Ghost with my own eyes, I'm looking at them at a screen three feet in front of me. Yeah, because right, they are like, obstructing they, your view the whole time. I mean, I mean not the whole time, but right, like, there right, was right. a lot. There was a lot where you're like, "Wow, Jizz is right in front of me," and then like camera. two, three, four, camera, camera, camera. There's like multiple cameras. Right, I got right. a photo guy over here. This guy is doing video. This guy's doing like a photo, but with like with weird filters, and yeah, they're yeah, all yeah. like interchanging. This guy, one photographer is filming TikToks. He's like, "Oh, check it out." I, I'm watching him film it. I'm like, "Do your fucking job and get the fuck out the way, yo." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You pay for the shit. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, no hate, no hate. You're just doing your job, but trying to trying to go viral on the talk and shit. Yeah, you know what I thought it was funny. Mm. You know, you know them dudes that that showed up to the show. And there's that one, uh, the one white boy <laughs> who had his entire face tatted up, and he oh, had yes. his hair in like them two braids that yeah. went back. Yeah, yeah. And then later on, like his crew was on stage with those stickers on their shirt. I didn't notice. There was that. like backstage. They want they want no VIP. They must have like known. They must have kno- known one of the guys who was like part of the promotion team, oh. and they got them like some stupid shit. And they were only they like hopped on stage like during the opening DJ act, and then like no one like they were like maybe like behind the curtain. And then I'm like, that's that's cool and all, but like I was just thinking to myself like, I wouldn't want to like experience a show like that you know I would, like backstage passes and, and whatnot you know like a the sound i'm hearing is coming out of the monitors which is like only for the the artists right so a lot of times they'll like have the monitors be like you know my vocals are boosted and the instrumentals are lower or vice versa like i don't need to hear no instrumentals i don't need to hear anybody like i know i know the song at the back of my hand and I know Ray and Jizza know the song at the back of their hand. So me, Ghostface, just give me instrumentals in, in the monitors, right? So, like, you might not even be hearing the lyrics if you're on the stage. Yeah. I mean, I, you'll hear it from the echo from the actual speakers, but, like, the monitors that are for the artists, you know? I didn't envy anyone there. That I, yeah, I really didn't. Yeah. I've been to shows where I'm like, oh, man, wouldn't it be cool? And, like, I didn't have the wouldn't it be cool. Yeah. I thought I was, like, in the best place that right, I could right, be. Right, right, right. Because, like, the artists aren't even facing the dudes who are, like, backstage, you know? Yeah. They don't turn around. Like, they don't interact with them. It's like, what? what's the flex? Backstage was farther away than we were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Uh, but, like... I guess, like, what would the flex be? Is this, like, oh, look at me. I'm on the stage. Photo op. You take a selfie of you with the stage in the background with the whole crowd. Like, what is that? That's cool for 10 seconds, and then you're missing the quality show that right, right, everybody right. else is actually getting to see. And, like, one thing that I try to not do a lot now... Is like I saw Blink One Eighty Two. That was awesome. I took like a few videos of like my favorite parts of songs. I took a video of like Travis Barker's drum solo. That was awesome. You know. Right. right. I saw Third Eye Blind. I took a few videos. Oh. Yeah. Uh, you know. We Katie and I went and saw the Struts last last month. I took a few videos. I didn't. You know. I would have Black Jesus. I think that is my favorite song off of Iron Man. I think that's like my most like head nod. You make that 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 face when you're listening to music like you just smelled something bad, you know? <laughs> I was doing that. I was doing stanky that on stage. Face, yeah. The stanky I was doing it. And I was I loved it. 
I love when, when, when the instrumentals for Black Jesus came on, I was just like, yes, yes. I was so hyped mm-hmm. and I had my phone in my pocket. And like, I kind of like, I'm ki- kicking myself now because I'm like, I would have loved to get some video of that so I could look back on it and relive that moment. But at the same time, I was like, the best camera is my eyes. You know, yeah. like I want to soak this in. You know, it's like people who, you know, at the 4th of July, they're like taking videos of the fireworks and you're like, hey, we all know what fireworks look like. Don't post it on Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> Stop posting. We scrolling right past that. Don't even yeah. bother. We scrolling right past that. Like it's cool if you get like a really cool slow motion shot and it's like a 15 second like quick thing or you make it into a GIF. I don't know. No, I agree. I agree. But do something that's undone. Do something unique. Make it appealing. Don't just post an album of 82 mediocre, un, you know, right. like shitty contrast Android pictures of fucking fireworks like we haven't seen. And then, by the way, anybody listening, I mean, obviously you've heard of like 4th of July or like most countries have like Independence Days and stuff. But like our Independence Day, like we go all out with the fireworks and then ritualistically, everybody posts the fireworks as if every other person's not doing the same thing. And then right. your whole timeline is the same thing. Okay. Right. <laughs> right. It's like, we're good. We get it. Right. Um, but so for me, like, I kind of fought that internally because, like, on the one hand, I wanted to, like, I wish I could have, like, been the documentarian of the whole show. But then part of me was like, what's the quality? You know? Like, I was surprised at the quality, actually. Yeah. I was worried because it was loud as fuck. And then Ghostface told, <laughs> he's like, turn this up, turn this up. And I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. It is very loud. My ears are ringing already. And I know that you have an entire set to do. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh my god, yeah. No, the sound when the original DJs were out, like the non-affiliated with the Wu DJs, yeah. when they were out, the, the, everything was like normal volume. Yeah. yeah. It was loud, but it was like normal. And then when the Wu came out, and I'm not complaining, but it was loud. And I'm still feeling, it's been two days, and I'm oh, feeling yeah. the effects of the hearing, hopefully temporary, <laughs> the hearing loss. You know what, did you have any ringing afterwards? Like the... Yeah. Oh. And, and I have the Vicky saying... Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what, babe? And she's like... Like, I yeah. can't understand when, you. When Katie was talking to me, like, on Saturday, she was like, any other room? And she was like, hey, baby, can you And I was like, no, no, we gotta talk up. <laughs> and she's like, why? She hates repeating herself. And, like, I'm already hard of hearing, especially on my left side. So then I'm like, no, I'm still muffled up from that concert. I'm sorry, but you gotta, like, turn everything off, turn the sink off, face me when you talk to me. It's, Dude, we were like right next to the speaker. Yeah, bro. There was one dead center right in front of us. It's on that picture. It's right there. Oh, shit, it is. Right it is. there. Right the, there. Because they had the monitors facing the group, and then in front of the monitor was a fucking speaker on the floor. And then they had the huge speakers on either side, too. One thing that it, I, I felt like it was, uh, how are we looking on time? I don't want to take too much time. We're fine, All right. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. We've got to land the plane soon. Uh, but one thing that like stood out, not Wu-Tang wise, but from the original DJ, I'm not going to say which one, I'm not going to put nobody on blast, but somebody was on stage doing nose drugs and, uh, and I, I haven't seen a live performer do that literally ever. I, I've seen people smoke blunts on stage and all that. That's nobody's even shocked by that. Uh, but I, I definitely saw someone say like, y'all don't know about this, something to that effect. And then, you know, you know pulled out a small bag, unloaded it onto his palm, inspected it. Checked it out and uh, went right about his business. See, I thought it was at first. I thought it was like a pill, right? And I was yeah. like, "What's is he like looking at like different kind of like pills?" And he's gonna like, and then he put his face to it. I'm like, "Did he like pop that in his mouth?" 
But then, yeah, then, like, when we were talking about it later, I was like, ah, that was definitely, like, he sniffed it. And I was like, that's an interesting way to do it, I guess. Right, like, hey, you know, I'm not mad. Do your, it's your body and all that. So, I was just, like... It's rock and roll, baby. I, I was like, oh, this is that kind of show. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, you know, meanwhile, like, the genius is out here. He's vegan. I don't even know if he still smokes, like, when he was younger. But, like, he's on that, like, different plane shit. He's not here to impress you. The Jizza does not need you to be his fucking fan. I love it. I love his attitude. So, like, it was great seeing Ghost and Ray interact with each other, right? Because they were, they're clowning, b- bouncing off each other, feeding off each other's energy. Yeah. And, like, the Jizza was so stoic when it was just him. And then, you know, he, like, he slapped up Ghost right before he left the stage, you know, and that was dope. You know, gave him a hug or whatever. And then they he, he, he left the stage. And then when he came back on... To finish out the verse for Guillotine Swords, then uh, he like then he started like clowning and he was like dancing a little bit with the two of them, and I was like, man, these kids, these these dudes are still kids. Deep down, <laughs> they're still kids, and like that's that's the cool thing too about what I see with music, especially, is that you know whatever band it is, whatever group it is, deep down, they're still mentally that age that they were when they wrote that and they i think they got all those memories of being on a tour together and playing those songs and singing them songs and like so it was just it was it was really neat to kind of like see that dynamic see like the the change in 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 attitude for the jizza because for him when he came on stage he was all business and just himself like he you know he was exactly what i thought jizza genius is gonna be mm-hmm and then he came out with the other two guys, and then he's kind of like dancing on stage and acting funny, and he's clowning the security guard for having a bald spot on top of his head. <laughs> I just thought, yeah, you did get to see like you got to see like a glimpse of him. Yeah. When he's not being a hip hop star, you got to yeah. see like him being just like a goof. Yeah. I love it. You better diversify your bonds. <laughs> I watched the Moon Tag Financial today. Oh my god. <laughs> If anybody hasn't seen that on Dave Chappelle, any, like, young heads or anything, check out the Wu-Tang Financial skit from the Chappelle show, like, 04 era. Yeah. Oh, Dirty couldn't be here today, but he sends his regard. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Cash rules everything around us. Cream. Dollar, dollar, bill, yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, dude, it was dope. You know they they played some they played some Wu songs at the end to kind of close it out. Uh, Raekwon has a book coming out. What was it from? Uh, s- from staircase to stage or something like that. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's like a memoir autobiography. Yeah. It's coming out November thirtieth. So yeah. we'll plug that. Buy his book, y'all. Yeah, yeah, Buy yeah. Raekwon's book. You uh, you got has a book out as as well. I don't know the title of it, but oh. it's also autobiographical. Um, is that a word? Autobiographical. That's why they pay you the big bucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, man. No, it was it was a dope show, a dope experience. Uh, you know, check out uh, our Instagram page, uh, Cold Brew and Hip Hop. We threw up some reels. We threw up some pictures that we took of the show. I feel like we got some good quality shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony got some mad good pictures. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, so we have a like a shared. Uh, uh, iCloud album the three of us can send that stuff to and um, definitely uh, it was definitely dope man like it's 
it's I'm still riding the, the vibe from it too. I texted Tony today, I was like, yo man, I was, I'm still high from that concert. Like, I'm just like, ah, oh, it was so great. And he's like, I talked about it all day yesterday. And he worked 9 a.m. to close it at, at, at work. And that says a lot too, cause it's not like his number one. I don't think, I think he fucks with the woo, but I don't think that's like his number one like group or artist or anything. Yeah. Like he, he was probably more than thrilled to be there. Yeah. I don't know that it was like seeing his heroes or anything, but when he was in the moment, I saw like stars in his eyes. Like, yeah. He was all the way there. Yeah. It was cool. Very cool. Uh, I'm glad, I'm grateful I got to experience that with you guys. And I, I really, truly hope that we can have another hip hop show like that could even possibly compare. But until then, I don't know. I don't think anything's going to compare. I mean, like, if I could see Eminem in like a, 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 a non-stadium setting, you know? Yeah. If it was something intimate like that. Like, that was intimate. These dudes play, used to play for, like, thousands of people. You saw that one show in the 90s? Like, they played in Hawaii? Yeah. And it was, like, people as far as the eyes could yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. Like, Woodstock. Yeah. And it's, like, it's not to say, like, they still can't do that. But this isn't the full clan, by the way. They got together, they got together this September. Like, right in the middle of... of no, in October, I think, right in the middle of the Three Chambers tour, there was like a small hiatus from the tour. Like there was like a few days and these dudes, maybe in Los Angeles or something, they, they did, all of them got together and they did a show. And I know like one of them, one of the dudes from the clan did like this pop-up set that they did not even advertise, like somewhere down in the city, somewhere in NYC. And then it was like same day type shit. And they're like, oh, come tonight if you want to see. Oh yeah, no, it was, uh, it was the Jizza and Talib Kweli. Yeah, Talib Kweli. Shout yeah. out Talib Kweli. Yeah. And I, we saw it on Instagram, we're like, fuck! <laughs> like, yeah, why I, can we not live in New York City? Damn it. Just, you know, close enough to, like, share the culture far enough away where it's, like, a pain in the dick drive and it's, like, a super short plane ride, but y'all gotta, like, book that in advance and shit. I mean, I think we could probably hook up, like, a JetBlue next day flight. I mean, you'll probably... No, definitely, no. You'll probably yeah. pay a little extra, but, like... Yeah, hop on an Amtrak, but it was like one of those things. It's like not enough time to like tell work and like change plans around and like. Yeah, we gotta we gotta like have a few more friends in the city. <laughs> for sure, for sure. I got like two people that I know. I got I got an uncle. Shout out, Uncle Jerry. <laughs> Brooklyn Heights, right? Brooklyn Heights, and uh, and uh, just a few distant friends. I don't have any other people in yeah. the city anymore. Yeah. Um, follow one... Weather Park, y'all. At, yeah, yeah. At yeah. weather underscore park, son of old dirty bastard. He follows our, our Instagram page. So if y'all listening, go to our Instagram page, Cold Brew and Hip Hop, and then you can find him there as one of our followers. Uh, I think we tagged him in a reel or a post or something like that of him doing Shimmy Shimmy Ya. That's right, yeah. Um, so definitely go and, uh, and follow him. And uh, yeah. Stay tuned for upcoming content, uh, possibly some content from from Europe to New York and uh, I'll be back sometime in mid-December to record live again in the studio with Kazi. Yeah, that's what's up. All right, till next time. Peace out. Peace.